Welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. I'm Grace Helbig, your host. Today's a very thrilling, very exciting episode. We have Sarah Whittle with us. You might know her from Smosh, Smosh Games, Smosh Pit, Super Smosh, bro, not that one. Um, she was formerly at Clever. She was formerly at Defy. She was formerly at Game Show Network. We talk all about her career trajectory. It's fascinating. We also find out that she was almost formerly um, a contestant on two different dating shows. Now currently married to a beautiful Italian man, but we'll get there. Enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep with Sarah Whittle. Sarah Whittle, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad you asked me to be here. I was I, I feel honored. I'm very excited because I think you are wildly fascinating <laughs> because, and I'm going to ask you, I guess, the question that I ask a lot of guests that if people don't know mm-hmm. exactly who they are, like, what's your deal? What's my deal? <laughs> well, I guess the most, um, the easiest way to say who I am or give context to who I am in the digital space. I work at Smosh and I've worked at Smosh for many years on and off. Mm -hmm. And um, currently I'm the director of Unscripted. So I'm basically lead creative. I know. You lead the creative. On uh, Smosh Pit and Smosh Games. Obviously I have many wonderful people on my team and talent and cast. So, But it's interesting too, because you toe the line between talent and producer. I mean, you wear both hats, it seems like. I do. And that was like never, my plan so really? like long story short like I moved to LA five years ago now wow okay. and um I came to do the writer producer thing I wanted okay. to be like a Tina Fey who doesn't want to be a Tina Fey and she also became talent not I don't right? think that was part of her plan either <laughs> so uh I had been auditioning all over the city and you had been auditioning I had been auditioning and kind of like getting my toes wet is that the phrase? Sure. Ew, it Dipping sounds weird toes. when you say it out loud. <laughs> anyway, I was like auditioning all over the place. We have a lot of foot fetish fans, so uh, yeah. that's a helpful phrase. I have phrase. a bad wiki feet score. Oh, you have a you've checked. Yeah, because well, it's blocked at work. Wiki feet is blocked at work, so I have to wait to go home to see the monstrosity. But like Someone really dug deep into my Instagram and found the one time that I had dropped a bar of soap on my foot (laughs) and it had made a bruise that went like the whole foot, like a a, like a line of bruise. And so they and of course I posted on Instagram in 2011. Sure. And someone got it. And that fucked up my Wikipedia score. (laughs) You were doing so well before. Joe Beretta has this nasty foot pick of like mud (sighs) and dirt and it just looks horrible. And his Wikipedia score is higher than mine. He's on Wikipedia as well? Uh, Yeah. Wow. You are too. I heard about, I learned about Wikipedia years ago. Yeah, because I, uh, my feet are gross and Anytime that I would go to like a carpet event, like red carpet yeah. event, in and like, wearing heels in like 2010, 2011, and I don't know how to dress myself. So I would go and I'd wear like platform wedges where my toes are like crawling <laughs> over the front of them because it's the wrong size. And people like zoomed in on that. And that's how I found my wiki feet. That's and I was, like, my favorite. This is, and I don't get pedicures. Like my feet are just, oh, I don't like, get pedicures either. They're like hippie feet. Um, but I haven't checked in in a while. I didn't realize it was still thriving. Also, I'm just so out of working in an office that hearing that websites are blocked, like WikiFeet, is and fascinating. Victoria's <laughs> Secret is blocked. Really? Online. It's like, why these <laughs> random ass sites? Is there a person that sits down and has to like add to the list of blocked sites? I think so. Wow. I think it's like, that's, well, yeah. That's very, very hilarious. But how you guys like you have Victoria's Secret being blocked, it seems a little questionable. Well, it, yeah. Anyway, we, uh, anyway, we went on a tangent. Track. I was auditioning everywhere. So uh, coincidentally, at the same time, I had became uh, a host, a freelance host at Clever, mm-hmm. which was also under the Defy umbrella. Right. And then also working producing behind the scenes at Smosh. So when you, okay, like to get to that point. Yeah. You went to college in Arizona? New York. In New York. In, okay. At Hofstra University on Long Island. Yes, I've yes. heard of that because I went to Ramapo College in northern New Jersey. Yes. And so it's like those are the only, I, I think they're like kind of similar in size. 
too. Yeah, it's like a private, but it's kind of big, but not super big. Right. And people are always like, why are you here all the way from Wyoming? Because I moved <laughs> Wait, from you, Wyoming you came to from New York. Wyoming to go to Hofstra. Yeah, because I was like, I want to be in TV. I got to go to New York. <laughs> and so that's what I did. And uh, I was like, NYU is too expensive. So Way too expensive. I saved 10K a year. Great job. Not that much <laughs> comparatively. Um, so I went there and then, yeah, I had moved to Phoenix for a TV producing job. So you went from Wyoming to New York to Phoenix to mm-hmm. go produce television mm-hmm. in Phoenix? Yeah. What was in Phoenix? Phoenix was this um, pop culture news show that was kind of just beginning. And okay. it was, it's called The List and it's still on the air now, but it w- didn't exist when I had joined the team. This so is like a television show. This is a television show that they were syndicating to like not top like not the top markets like New York or LA but uh-huh. it was in Denver, San Diego, uh Phoenix. Okay. And so all it was, the hot pop culture spots. Well, it was like, <laughs> you know, your pop culture rundown for moms. So oh, okay. that's what the show was. <laughs> it was like E meets the view kind of yeah <laughs> so it was like your list of your top stories of the day <laughs> and it. i had helped create that show and okay. it's still on the air now it's like in 200 cities now which wow. is i'm super proud of that yeah so i did that with always the thought of maybe going to la because new york just has no freaking jobs yeah ever. for tv it's tough there yeah. so what was the catalyst that got you to la did you just like were you done appeasing the moms and you're like it's now or never <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like okay let's go to la i've gotten what i got out of phoenix i was working that full-time producing job waitressing and also auditioning on the side trying wow. to have a reel out of here so full hustle full hustle mode and then i um didn't really move here i used a friend's address okay <laughs> i don't think i've ever told this story like publicly i would like to hear it as long as it doesn't like indict you for like legal purposes no because i don't have that job anymore okay. so <laughs> i had um because my all my LA people had experience LA. They're like, they're not going to hire you if you don't live in LA. And right. I was like, that's weird. But now you get I'm it hiring now. in LA and I'm hiring people. And I'm like, yeah, you're not in LA. <laughs> so I used my friend's address in Santa Monica as my address. Okay. Meanwhile, I was in Denver with my family because okay. my grandmother was sick at the time and she had just passed away. So I was like, I'm just going to take some time. Meanwhile, also applying for jobs so that maybe one day right. I'll get called. I got called for an interview. Also was dating a pilot at the time. So I could hop on a plane whenever I wow. wanted. Wow, How convenient. I thought for a second you said pirate. A pirate. I was, like, I was dating a pi- No, that was college. Denver. <laughs> yeah. That was Long Island A real pirates. life pirate. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I got a call from Game Show Network. Game Show Network. Yeah, the digital, they had a digital channel there. GSN. Yes, GSN. Oh, heck yeah. And they were like, can you come for an interview next week? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm down the street. (laughs) So I flew to L.A., got a rental car Uh with no outbound date. I was just like, we'll see what happens. So I did a first interview and great. They were like, can you do an audition tape and a second interview? And this was to be on camera? This was like, yeah, a hybrid on camera producer role for their YouTube channel that they were kind of like coming up with. So... Uh, I was like, okay, I'll just hang out in LA for like five days. So yeah. I was like sleeping on friends' couches and like living the dream. Just living the dream. <laughs> and then did the second interview and then hopped on a plane, went back home. And uh-huh. then like three days later, they were like, can you uh, start? And I was like, yeah, in two weeks. <laughs> they were like, yup. And so I just like a week and a half later packed my shit and just came to LA. Wow. Okay. So then you worked for the Game Show Network doing. Producing and hosting of like they wanted they wanted to do game shows on YouTube. Okay. And so they were like, What are your ideas? And I was like, I'm coming from pop culture TV. I don't know. <laughs> and so <laughs> like, we need Wayne Brady to host ten more different types of shows. <laughs> what do you got for him? So we me and um a couple of producers there, we would produce like after shows for like skin okay. wars, and then we did a couple challenge shows, and then I had like a whisper challenge show. It was all kind of rough. Uh-huh. Because it was kind of like my first venture into digital. Right. Did you have were you like in the YouTube world, like looking at watching things on YouTube. So I was always like obsessed with like everything YouTube. Okay. Like since like probably 2010, I would 
2011 when it like really blew up I was like always fascinated so even when I worked on the tv show Mm -hmm. I was like the you know internet pro expert so I was always making like internet centric stories gotcha so I was always like a big consumer of digital content which is helpful for them because I imagine that people at the game show network have no clue I mean, I don't want to like, you know, (laughs) judge them. They tried. They really did. They they would bring in like Trisha Paytas and Jack's films. But then when they brought in like someone like me, Uh they're like, who is this? And so views didn't really like keep up. Gotcha. So then four months later, we were told. No it was more. done. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, good try. Yeah. Good try. We gave it a go. Yeah. And so did you go from Game Show Network to Clever? Yeah. So okay. I went to Clever and also producing for Smosh, but it was all freelance. And right. then eventually, you know, Defy loved to do this permalance thing where you're in like 40 hours, but you don't have like a full-time job. Sneaky. So I did that for a while. And then they finally offered me a full-time job. And I was basically like producing and setting up everything for Smosh Pit. Okay. And helping with that. And for people that don't know, what how do you describe Smosh Pit? So Smosh, so we all know Smosh and they right. have like the sketches every week. Smosh Pit is the unscripted side. So we right. take the talent that are often in those sketches and we put them in playing games and, right. you know, uh, spelling Bikini Wax is yes. a show I came up with like a year ago. Which makes sense knowing that you have a game show network background of having to foster <laughs> ideas uh, around gamifying things exactly. that I'm like oh this all connects but now. I actually felt like I learned I learned some stuff from Game Show Network but I really learned a lot from Joe Beretta from jo- yeah, because Joe was the creative director of Smosh at the time right when so you I was came working in. a lot with him yeah, and his brain, his brain works, is amazing it works in crazy ways I don't know how he sleeps because I feel like his brain is constantly gears turning ideas turning and he's he's like also good at athletics He's yeah. also like charming. He's also funny. Like it's just like <laughs> it's gross. You're, you're it's too gross. perfect. It's like get the hell out of disgusting. here. Disgusting. So um, I learned a lot from him. And like tri- spelling bikini came out of me seeing trivia bidet because he always right. was like pitching us this idea. You guys that are idea. obsessed with uh, genital hygiene. We're <laughs> we like you know people have personal space and yeah. bubbles. We want to just <laughs> pop it and get in there. We want to get into those crotches in yeah. a non-sexual way. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's the long line for bikini spelling. Bikini is we want to get in them crotches. <laughs> How did you pitch spelling bikini? Because I, if people don't know what it is. It you is can, what it is. It's yeah. like I that's how I pitched it cuz I was like I was like what's what's Smosh's trivia bidet? I was right. like what is it? And I was literally like showering, washing my hair and I was like spelling bikini. <laughs> like, so excited. And so like it was a pitch meeting and I was just like guys spelling bikini wax and everyone was like whoa yes how what see really it's the title like all you need is a solid title that has some sort of like pun in it or play on words yeah that really sells it yeah it's great everyone was super hesitant I mean most people were yeah I mean hesitant about it (laughs) yeah I mean you're waxing people's um nether regions in front of other people and then in front of millions of other people while doing a spelling bee (laughs) yes of course that's why it's so hard to book guests. Like right. I've asked you, I've asked Mary yeah. and Hannah. I'm really proud of my boundaries for saying no. <laughs> like that, uh, I don't think, I think 2011 Grace would have been like, I have to, I have to accept <laughs> everything that comes my way. But that's one that, um, yeah, who knows what 2020 will. You know what? I did it. And right. Okay. It, so this the, is a, the reaction wasn't as perverted as I thought it was going to be. Really? Yeah. Because that was the thing. You were the host of it for so long, and then there was like a contest if a tweet or something. Or yeah, a I video said because got... everyone's like, "Why isn't Sarah on it?" I'm like, mm-hmm. I created the show. I'm the Lord of the game. <laughs> yeah. I get to do it. Uh, I get special privilege. Yeah. Um. But I was like, okay, well, if we can get like a hundred, I think a hundred thousand likes on the video, I'll be uh-huh. on an episode. And so it happened. It happened. And how was mm-hmm. it for you? You know what? <laughs> I don't it's like <laughs> well you've had a bikini wax before right? no I've never what yeah that's also why I was like I don't think I want my first one I to didn't be... know that Grace yeah no that's uh now it's public knowledge no I haven't uh and so that's... my first one I got right before my wedding okay because I was like I'm about to leave for three weeks yeah I don't want to worry about my armpits my legs that makes total sense to me I it's an intense experience yeah but it's not like 
you're gonna die. It's not yeah. anything harder than what women have to deal with on like, let's say a monthly basis. Yes, 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 So, yes. Uh, you know, everyone can do it. And it's also, it's handled, because I got to see the episode and participate in the one where the Valley Folk guys did it. And seeing it in person, it's handled with a lot of respect. Exactly. The, <laughs> yeah, the girl that does the the waxing, I forget, or is her name Rachel? Rachel, Rachel. yeah. And we also will have a new um, waxer. When is this coming out? But we're going to have different waxers. Okay. Well, she, I feel like you vetted a very professional <laughs> waxer that also is there to have a good time, yeah. but is not going to um, invade anyone's space no. in a disrespectful and way. And that's the thing about any bikini wax is like when I went to go get my bikini wax for my wedding the girl was so chill and really? she was like telling me about her ex-boyfriend and how she was like <laughs> not having it and like i was like this, this girl is talk. weird that like i'm like bottomless and you're just like doing this but well, you were, I feel very comfortable you were in an intimate you know vulnerable position so she made herself a little vulnerable too exactly she balanced yeah. out the vulnerability yeah um okay so coming up with ideas for stuff like that in the bit like working with other people what's it like on a daily basis at smosh is everyone just sort of like is it just one big giant brainstorm factory of people just throwing out ideas and generating yeah yeah kind of because it's like we're all creative and mm -hmm. we're all like i would say like everyone that we have working for smosh is very talented and they're yeah. they're all their own personalities and they're super hilarious too yeah. so we take ideas from everyone and anyone and mm -hmm. then you know really it's about balancing what's realistic what can we do what can't we do what right. makes sense what's different enough what's not you know recycled because right. everything on the internet has been done yeah so you're not reinventing like, the wheel exactly so it's like how do we apply it to the smosh filter as Lame as that sounds, you got to yeah. do that because it's like, why yeah. are you coming? Right. Yeah. The It's the big question. Why? Why yeah. are you doing this? Um, it feel, like, Do you remember any specific ideas that were just completely undoable? <laughs> well, it's always like these big, big, huge ideas. Like, yeah. What if we did like a Legends of a Hidden Temple? And you're like, <laughs> yeah, that's fucking dope. But you're just like, we can't. How do we begin Our to do that? Our budget is nothing and right. we don't have a space or anything. And and Smosh Summer Games is something that we do every summer. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk about this. I've not deep dived into watching it, but it seems like a very grandiose production. Yeah, it's huge. So it started with Matt Robb and Joe Beretta. They basically were like, we had a Smosh Games cast, which is video game centric. And then we had this Smosh and Smosh mosh pit cast which right. is very personality sketch driven like how can we make this all feel like one big family so they were yeah. like we'll divide them up in teams and have them do competitions in the summer yeah and the winter we used to do it so like a big field day yeah a big mm -hmm. field day so that was like it's like always it's the best memories i've ever had with smosh it's yeah. like so fun so but, do you guys go you go like rent a house so it depends on like a theme so okay. we have to choose well we don't have to but we choose to choose a theme <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so we've done like like the first one was beach house. We've done summer camp, which was so much fun. Mm -hmm. And we went to a summer camp place and like rented out the whole thing and oh, like geez. did everything there. We've done uh, last year we did apocalyptic theme. So right. we literally drove out to the desert for four days. So you guys all stay games. with each other mm -hmm. the whole time. So it basically is like a summer camp yeah. for you guys. It's yeah. kind of like a company retreat, but you're filming it and making content and out making of it. making like 30 pieces of content in like five days or whatever it is. That's crazy. It must get insane. It is insane. And so that's like a balancing act. So yeah. we're, cause we're like, what can we realistically do? Mm -hmm. And with the time that we have and the budget and the people and the schedules like right. it's a lot it's a lot it's a big project but we always have like so much fun with it that's cool are there ideas for this summer being tossed around already there are okay but i'll, I'll keep, keep them to quiet. yourself yeah yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> but i'm very excited i'm very very excited for has it. have any shenanigans gone down that haven't made it on camera during one of these escapades mm, during a summer games or a winter games yeah or, i mean not really, actually. You guys pretty are much respectful. Everything, yeah, pretty much everything that happens is either filmed or not or boring. <laughs> or not worth yeah, showing anyone. Yeah. We did have like one year at Winter Games, we had a, a caterer and I think they wanted to do a whole vegan menu. And and there was Scandalous. maybe one or two vegans on the entire like cast and crew. And um, every dish had mushrooms. 
Every dish had mushrooms. And it was so it was five days of mushroom and just everyone just ripping ass (laughs) all the time. Like it was horrible. Yeah, you guys really got to know each other very well, I'm sure. Yeah. So the last night we just like all went to the grocery store and had this like massive family like (laughs) cooking in the kitchen, like meat, bacon, like fried rice, like just a full like bacchanalia meat party. Yeah, exactly. That's great. Um, it feels too like it I think you guys do a really good job at smosh of you know feeling authentically like you all genuinely enjoy each other yeah that it's it is a big company you know it is like a brand and you guys are all like working within it but it genuinely seems like you all enjoy working together are you trying to get tea she's trying to get tea no 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 i'm saying it's great we do and actually the team's smaller than it used to be we when we were at defy they would just hire people they would hire like extra people, but not the necessary people <laughs> myself. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're like, I think we're 30 or 28 or something like that, wow. which is like a lot smaller than we used to be at Defy. Defy used to be like this big kind of more corporate environment. Right. And so we're smaller, but yeah, everyone gets along. It's so much fun. That's and great. I'm genuinely friends with everyone, even, even Matt Rob, even Matt Rob. Yeah. We have many questions about <laughs> Matt Rob. We're going to get to them in a second. We're going to okay. take a quick break. When we get back, we have more with Sarah Whittle on not too deep. We'll be right back. You said you shared an office with Matt Rob. Mm-hmm. That's new. Yeah, I just moved in. <laughs> we just we just moved in together. Have you? Uh, I feel like this is like college roommates. Like, do you guys oh. have like a list of rules? Like roommate rules? Um, no, it's more just like me yelling. Uh, well, we're both <laughs> yelling at each other a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like he's definitely like the work sibling or work husband. Yeah, because how long have you guys known each other now? We've known each other. Since I started at Smosh, so probably 2015, 2016. Oh, wow. Okay. But we never really worked together. We would only work Mm -hmm. together on summer games because I was like always wanting to be a part of creative. Right, right, right. um, When him and Joe would be brainstorming, I'd be like, me too. Hi, guys. I have ideas too. (laughs) What about this? Yeah. So, um, yeah. And when we moved to this new iteration of Smosh, he was taking on more. I was taking on more. So we had to like work more together fun yeah that's exciting yeah it's also uh yeah yeah yeah. and that's all i'll say Uh about that uh no and you guys like you all hang out after work too Mm -hmm. which blows my mind yeah i'm a very like solo worker that i'm like when i'm done i'm like i'm going home and being by myself for a little bit Mm -hmm. um so kudos i mean we spend a lot of time together i spend more time with matt rob than my own husband. <laughs> than Claudio. Yeah, than Claudio, my husband. Like, it, it's actually insane. And so when I told him, hey, we're moving into an office together, he was like, oh, boy. And so me and Matt were like, you and I are going to get a divorce in, like, five months. Matt, Matt, Rob, and Sarah are going to fight. Uh, let it, let's talk about your Italian husband. Yes, Claudio. Uh, Claudio, uh, who is absolutely lovely. Yes. How did you guys meet each other? Oh, well, <laughs> you don't have to tell the story. No, if it's no, no, personal. no. I, I've told it before. Um, and I told it to Wayne Brady, actually, funny uh, enough. God damn it. We're getting Wayne Brady scraps. Because I was, guess. well, he's the winner of the Mass Singer. Also something that you and I love. Yes, I want to talk about that, too, because you've introduced <laughs> me to this whole new world. And I just Googled it this morning that the, the next season doesn't start till February. This is going to be a four hour podcast. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. OK, uh, I haven't even <laughs> dipped my toe into the reality TV side of it all. Um. Yeah, Claudio and I met uh, in 2015. Okay. And it was at a bar. Cute. Um, and in person. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Unheard of these days. Mm-hmm. And we were at a mutual friend's birthday party. Okay. And that was back in the day when Sarah was like single and hot. And, like, Feeling yourself. Flirty. <laughs> and so I like had some wine and like he had a cute sweater and some glasses. And I'm like, oh my God, who is that coupon? And um, I kept making eyes at him. And of course, he didn't approach me. Knowing him now, he never would have approached me. <laughs> and so I went up to him and um, I was like, hi, I'm Sarah. And he was like, hello, I'm Claudio because he's Italian. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, this is so much right now. You're the hottest person I've ever seen. And then immediately started making out with him. Wow. Just immediately. Zero to 60. That was my move. I just... <laughs> 
I love to make out. Like that was it. It was like get a couple drinks in Sarah. See you, cute boy. Let's kiss. She's like, watch this. Yeah, I got this. I got this. And then I was like, but then I was in also the mind frame of like, Sarah, you got to stop making it so easy for the boys. And so I was like, take down my number because he was like, I have to leave and go to work. And I was like, really, really. And so um, he, I was like, okay, take down my number. And he was like, my phone's broken. And I was like, oh. take down my number. <laughs> and he took out his phone. It was completely shattered. Oh, and no. I was like, take down my number. Expecting him to do something cute, like go to the bar and ask for a pen. Right, right. I'm like, he didn't fucking do that shit. Because <laughs> in his mind, the only way you can document anything is on a phone. Yeah. That he pen didn't and paper. problem solve at all. <laughs> and I was like, is this boy not into me? What the freak? Yeah. And so uh, then I... And then I don't remember the rest of the night. And then I, I think sudden, he left. I left, and we were both alone. And then and you were so, married. Well, and then so I thirst trapped him. So oh, his nice. friend the next day on Facebook was like, "Thank you, everyone, for coming out." And uh-huh. I, me and the birth of boy had taken a picture together. And so I replied mm. to that status update with a cute picture. And then friend request came in. Wow! And then you uh, worked we that social chatting. media game. Yeah, you did it. I thirst trapped him. <laughs> <laughs> and then when did you guys get married? We got married a year and a half ago. So oh, okay. 2018, September. In Italy. In a castle on the Amalfi Coast in Italy. That's so bonkers. It was so well, cool. Girl, it's also nuts. I mean, this is why you're fascinating because you grew up like living everywhere. everywhere. Where yeah. have you lived? I'm a military brat. My dad's in the Air Force. So I was born in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Moved to Korea, I think a couple times, North Dakota, Germany, and then back to Wyoming. Wow. Then I, my dad retired. I graduated high school and then I went to New York, Phoenix, and then now I'm here in LA. Wow. Yeah. I mean, what? So many culture shocks from uh-huh. Germany to Arizona. <laughs> Get it go. Germany to, yeah, Germany to anywhere is like did, so different. Did you have a favorite place? Germany. Really? Yeah, it's the best. Like, oh, I've never been. Living in Europe is so great because like the history is beautiful, mm-hmm. art is beautiful. Like, the culture's different. Food is amazing. Yeah. And if you want to go on vacation, you can go to France. Yeah. Like we used to go to Luxembourg for dinner. Like what? that shit is crazy. You just go and it's that's just there. Se- and that's a sentence. <laughs> we go to Luxembourg. It sounds so rich and fancy, but we're yeah. like living on an Air Force base. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Would you live in Europe? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. So Claudia and I's dream is to like retire and buy like a farmhouse um, in Tuscany. That would be so and then, cute. And like have a little business and uh, have a billion dogs. And Well, right now you have a billion cats. I have three. You have three cats. Billion cats. Three billion cats. <laughs> yeah. I have three that I show on the internet. And the rest I don't. How many would you have if if it wasn't illegal to have I think a three amount? is enough. <laughs> I think three is like because when we had two, it's like cute because we're like yeah. one for you, one for me. Yeah. And then when you have three, you just look at them and you're like, I have three cats. This is an excessive amount I'm of like, cats. This is two. But my favorite, and it happens so rarely, mm-hmm. is to grab all three at the same time <laughs> and just have a bundle of like seventeen pound cats in my arms. I'm sure they love it. They hate every moment of it, but I'm like, I feed you, I clean your shit, I can torture you all I want. I am your god. This is I'm allowed to do this but you also want a dog I do I want a dog I don't know what kind of dog I want many dogs I would love a golden retriever I would love a pug I would love a Pomeranian to name after my mother Kim because I think if she was a dog she'd be a Pomeranian okay okay or even naming a dog mom to me is like the funniest thing ever yeah I was gonna ask like mom don't shit on the floor mom <laughs> that's a great idea especially because one of your cats's name is puppy yes yeah so i feel like you've already yeah. fucked them all up in the break because because claudio and i we call every cute animal a puppy okay so we'd be like look at the puppies in the sky and like something <laughs> and then we just so happened to get puppy at that time and his name was branwell what i guess it's a literary name out of like some no and i was like this is not a brand well this is a puppy <laughs> brand sounds like an off-brand like raisin brand cereal and i remember being at like the adopt 
like the foster mom and she was like giving me uh, I was playing with him and she was like are you gonna keep his name and I was like no I don't think so and she's like what are you gonna name him and I was like puppy and she was just like <laughs> <laughs> like the weirdest look to me that's it and then you just whispered and if I get a dog I'm gonna name it mom uh, yeah <laughs> give me your cat bye <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh what does Claudio think of all of the internet stuff because he's not no involved in that world no he's not at all he, which must be refreshing to have a significant other that's not i love it yeah i love like i'm i'm wanting to step more away from social media because yeah. i just spend too much time on it well that was your job at smosh for a while mm -hmm. right it was maintaining for like three years yeah and that blows my mind because i remember going and watching like bring the funny or something with you and all the valley folk and you were like having to be on your phone to like you know, uh, promote them from the Smosh account. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is so nuts. Like, mm -hmm. I get frustrated checking my own accounts mm -hmm. that I'm like to have a job where you have to be doing that. Yeah, working in social media is actually like, it's not, you're not digging ditches or anything like no, that. No, yeah. But if you do become like a social media manager, or that's something, it really takes over your life. Because yeah. even when I worked for a makeup brand, you know, there are sales on the weekends, mm -hmm. there's sales during holidays. So you're still working. Right. Um, and you're kind of expected to because it's like social media is just this end unending vat of content right. and you need to get the word out there so um yeah i've enjoyed that claudio doesn't social media a lot that's so nice it's nice yeah it's refreshing yeah yeah because i'm like i need to be less on my phone it's just i'm on my phone too much yeah what's your go-to app when you're like when you pick up your phone instagram will suck up my time and yeah. i refuse to like have my own tiktok so i just like yes i, I have it because of smosh but like I cannot. I haven't done. I've I've made an account and I opened the app and that's as far as I got. And then I got. It's funny. It's great. So overwhelmed. But I can't. <laughs> I can't keep up with just Instagram and all the apps mm -hmm, that I mm -hmm. am supposed to know at this point that to introduce a TikTok, which I'm sure is very user friendly yeah. and I could figure it out. But yeah. I just don't want to. I think, exactly. If you don't feel compelled to, it's better yeah. to like, you know, focus than to spread yourself too thin. If you're someone that can fire on all the cylinders, like go right. ahead and have fun. But I'm a big believer in like, just focus on what you like. Yeah. It's also why I couldn't get on the Vine bandwagon. My brain doesn't work in creating content in those like quick hit sort of moment video things. Yeah. Like I can't do that. I can when feel that. girls get ready uh for a party like i like i i get this and i appreciate the people that can create mm -hmm, this content mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i can't i mm -hmm. can't do it yeah but that's totally fine so instagram who are your do you have any guilty pleasure follows on instagram oh because I'm, I'm a big britney spears i follow a lot of like hot girls okay i do <laughs> just because i'm like whoa imagine being hot <laughs> Like, imagine having a jawline and, like, cool lips. Like hey, You just, like, looking at them. Imagine, like, having big eyelids. I have hooded eyes. Like, imagine that. And I'm like, imagine, like, liking a bikini. What? Uh, yeah. That's insane to me. Like, putting one on and just, like, feeling comfortable. Being like, I have favorite bikinis. And I'm like, what? I, I have favorite blankets that I just want to cover all over me all the time. Like, that's crazy. I've been wearing a stained, comfy so. sweatshirt for the last, like, four days straight and yeah. that's my bikini yeah that's my home uh, exactly. attire exactly <laughs> but see i like your style because you're really into what is it dolls kill yeah i love dolls kill yeah which yeah. is super cool and i feel like you have this kind of like amalgamation of like you worked in the beauty world and mm -hmm. you like makeup i but love makeup you also like this kind of i don't know even how to describe it like how would you describe your style my style is like who knows what my style is like <laughs> dolls kill is like if bratz dolls went to raves yes. is how i would describe that but yeah. my style it's like a range okay it's like some people you know what you're gonna get when you see their outfits right like, claudio you know what you know what outfit he's gonna get with right. like courtney miller you know like the kind of outfit for me it's like one day i'll show up in like this tie-dye matching hoodie jogger set and uh -huh. then the next day i'll be wearing like a flannel dress with heels right and then the next day i'll be wearing a flower printed dress keep them guessing so it's flexible it's like whatever <laughs> i'm in the mood for how bloated i am yeah. feeling that day and yeah so but you have fun i have fun because i remember my mom when she was like 50 uh-huh and she's asian so she looks like she's 20 right and she was like all of a sudden wearing like a lot of hello kitty stuff 
and, I was, and like min, minion shirts. And I remember, I recall three years earlier, her yelling at me that I liked Hello, Hello Kitty because I'm a woman now. And I was like, wow. mom, what, 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 what? <laughs> and she was like, you know what? I can't wear this stuff forever. So I'm just going to wear it now because I like it. And I was like, you know what? Amen. <laughs> I'm not mad at you anymore. Not, I can't be, but like same. So I just like to, you know, well, I do the um, Marie Kondo thing. If it brings me joy. That's great. I'll wear it. Are there any plans for the smush pit to extend into the beauty realm at all? We've had brief talks about it, but yeah. who knows? Who knows what the possibilities are? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to create my own like content because a lot of people, I think the beauty industry is very intimidating. Mm-hmm. Beauty vloggers and Instagrammers are very intimidating. Yes, I'm, I'm endlessly fascinated yes. by them because there's a sense of, jealousy is not the right word, but a sense of like, appreciation because i know what they're doing is difficult yes like singing you and me yeah. talk about how amazing it is that people oh, can superpower. be good at singing it's a superpower yeah. i wish i had uh but yeah when people are doing their makeup like i there's an aspirational side of yeah. me that's like i wish i could do like looking at your yeah. eyeshadow today i'm like that looks beautiful if i tried to do that it's not that hard I, yeah, I, I think I could. You got good eyelids, girl. Thank you. I wish. <laughs> and eyelashes. I don't have eyelashes. All these are fake. But you put them on and they look natural. Thanks. I think I would second guess myself so much before I left my house that I would end up wiping it off and just going to like what my well, I've neutral done that normal before is. Too. <laughs> yeah. But see, I'm, I'm with you that like my explore page is always like beauty gurus mm-hmm. and hot girls that yeah. I don't follow, but I check out on the explore page yeah. just to look at and be like, wow. They really pose like that. How do I do that? Yeah. Yeah. Or like I, I call them like um, the like fashionable walking Instagrammers. Like they just like oh, Nikita yeah. Dragon. Like she'll just wear an outfit and walk and then get like four billion views. And you're Insane. like, I want that gig. It's, I could just walk and be like yeah. making content. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I started following a bunch of these like um, fashion blogger, vlogger girls in New York City. And they're all like friends with each other. So they all meet up and do like cute photo shoots together. Is it like Champagne and Chanel or something? No, like that? it's oh. Rachel Martino. Um, uh-huh. who's She's just so beautiful. And like her and her friends are just like these cute, very like Pinterest-esque girls that all like get together and shoot like very kind of like um I guess it's like very PG content like go recreate like <laughs> gossip girl but they'll go to the Upper East Side in New York and like oh. take photos of it and I'm like I'm fascinated by this I'm fascinated by it too but I do feel myself sometimes when I'm like being that a little bit I'm like this ain't me yeah, you know I, I feel like the, this is I'm a fraud yeah. I'm a fraud in this world I'm not being funny what do I do <laughs> yeah. but I did see that you started posting like makeup stuff on yeah, your Instagram I was thinking like I was getting a lot of people being like give us tutorials because makeup is very intimidating mm-hmm. and like I had to figure it out because the internet wasn't popping like it is now. Right. And so, and all I had was Walmart to yeah, get and makeup. like 17 magazine to look at yeah. to be like, they're just showing me the end. How did they get to this look? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll just make like, not relatable, but very like low Real. touch, easy things. Cause yeah. it's like, I want people to like wear fun eyeshadow yeah. if they want to. And it's like very easy to make it happen. So totally. I'm like making my own content to be, well, make I, it accessible. Excuse me, gross. That's and why I can't cheap. be in the beauty guru. And also make it cheap because oh, a lot yeah. of beauty blimp offers. <laughs> so I was trying to say beauty influencers get all that stuff for free. And then Ugh. you go see how much it is. You're like, this is a $70 palette for, with four colors. This is insane. Only occasionally have I gotten some free stuff from makeup brands, but it's few and far between. And it's always like, here's a bunch of like highlighters that I never use like highlighters. And then that's, all, and I'm like, oh, great. I'm on Tarte's like PR list now. Amazing. And then nothing comes in ever again. Yeah. And I'm like, how do I get on those lists? I feel like <laughs> me too. They, like, I'm like that. Scan through them. They see my name and they're like, she'll just fuck this up. No, we but can't get this Also, you have to look at how much product they're sending out. Yeah. Like everyone is getting like this launch. Like that's such a loss in profits. It's yeah. like, they probably have to nip and tuck like, how many they're sending out because they're sending out a thousand that's like pretty steep very investment yeah but who knows what's going on in that world i'm so not knowledgeable about any of it i feel like every other day someone's got a makeup line that they're launching yeah I'm like cool more. i kind of liked it because i did work for lime crime makeup for, oh, right, for yeah. a hot second and i loved working there and it was very fun to like 
see a new industry because yeah. I still worked in social, but it was a completely different business. Yeah. 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 I, I also feel like it's just so competitive there. It is. That it it's seems insane. A, it seems scary. Yeah. Um, speaking of things that are competitive, uh, the masked singer, uh-huh. you've introduced me to the wonder that is the masked singer. It's the best goddamn <laughs> show ever created. Masked singer. Can you send this to the masked singer producers? I want some tickets to the shows. I feel like you should be hosting like the after show of Holy the masked singer. Holy crap. Oh my God. Don't I'm make putting... me cry. You're going to make me cry right now. That would be like gold. I'm putting that into the universe for you right now. Yeah, this was, uh, it's so funny because Wayne Brady won this last season that I right. was like showing you clips of. I love of. that Wayne Brady is just like spiritually connected to you He's all my throughout favorite. your <laughs> You don't know this since I was like in high school I was like if I ever make a show if uh-huh. I ever make like anything I want Wayne Brady to be in it because he's so goddamn talented. Yeah like, and he seems very humble and charming. Yeah and he's very real too. Has he ever been on Smash Pit? No, I should reach out. I mean right now he's got to be on promoting- his show he should come on ours. There you go. <laughs> Uh, collab. Uh, oh my god, I would love it if he came on Try Not to Laugh or something like that. <laughs> he would be that he's built for a show Ex- like that. I mean, that is whose line exactly, like, yeah, except no laughter. <laughs> Those, I, I respect you guys doing that. That stuff stresses me out so much. Watching why those. do you think I've only been on one episode once? It's like, uh, it's so painful and anxiety inducing to watch people struggle to try oh to make God. people laugh because like that's my worst so nightmare bad. of all time is someone not laughing mm-hmm. at something I'm intentionally trying to do to make them like, laugh when I meet people who don't generally react Ugh. like to anything they're demons I, get, I hate it <laughs> yeah, they're monsters I'm like, give me something because yeah. I'm so emotionful <laughs> um okay mass singer Greatest show. I'm Ever. very excited to actually watch this season because you only showed me yeah, like the best of. Yeah, can we have watch of. parties? Because we like to. said that when we were watching it, but I legitimately want to do it. I would love to, because I, I want to see one whole episode like in its entirety yeah. to see how like it flows and everything. So for everyone that doesn't know the premise of the show, right. the Masked Singer gets B, C, D, Z, Y-list celebrities. Yeah, it's a range. And they put them in outfits and you never know who they are and they take on these personas. So it's like an ice cream cone or like a panda bear or like a leopard in Victorian dress. Some of them are so intricate, the costumes, so that it it's like a Henson's Muppet it's that beautiful. <laughs> but then they just give up with the backup dancers. Yeah, the backup yeah. <laughs> dancers have like leggings from Amazon that are see-through yeah. and like a paper mask. They have like a party city like morph suit. Yeah. On, and that's it. So then so so then these mass singers, they uh-huh. come out every week and they sing, and then the judges vote off who's the worst singer of that episode. Then and they unmask the mass singer and then you find out who it is. And then they also have these little packages right. giving hints to who these people could be. Right. It's just plain old good ass fun. It's it's like a murder mystery because you're trying to guess the whole time because they're leaving these like verbal like word clues mm-hmm. in like their descriptions of people. Yeah. Um, and it's shocking how many of these like, you know, Z-list celebrities are really good singers. So freaking good. And singing inside of this like cumbersome costume the whole time. Yeah. Like yeah. Seal was on it. <laughs> yeah. Seal was on it last season. And it was like he was dressed Nuts. up as like a Victorian queen yeah. leopard. Amazing. And he would be flirting with Nick Cannon. Yeah. And he would have like this weird he would like purr all the time. Yeah. And I was like, there's no freaking way this is Seal. And then and then Claudio like saw Seal like a few weeks into the mass singer and I was like, tell him that he's on the mass singer. <laughs> This is now infiltrating your real life. Yeah. <laughs> Would you ever go on a reality show? Oh, oh, oh yeah. I mean, I know that but like not now. Working at Smosh is almost like its own reality it show. It is a reality show. But I actually auditioned for two love reality shows. What? Yeah. Is this uh, pre-Claudio? This is pre-Claudio and then it bled into Claudio okay. like what were these shows? Serious. So the shows were, are these like, am I violating NDA if these shows came out? Uh, that's a you call. I don't know. <laughs> You're asking I don't the wrong. know. Can I'm they like, sue me? I'm like, give me all of the information. Well, I did. I did two love reality shows. One was like a Tinder in real life, and okay. then one I was auditioning, and then one was one with like a football player. Okay. And so I was painfully unemployed, like freelancing for Defy, uh-huh. not, still on unemployment. So right. I was like, let's just 
an audition for Why these not? love reality shows. Why not? I'm bored. Yeah. I have a good story. <laughs> I'm charismatic. I can do it. <laughs> and so uh, I applied for two uh, love reality shows and I made it to the final round. Mm. And so they had like. This is before getting on the show? or you This were is before. Okay. So it was like final round of auditions. Of like castings for this? Yeah. Okay. And so I had done the first audition and it was so funny because I was like in a hotel yeah, I was uh-huh. in a hotel, put on like a nice dress. You have to like dress up like a date, and then so this is like they also do like health things too because they like check if you're healthy. Oh, and to make sure and like your mental you're health, okay, yeah, yeah, that you're not gonna have like a full mental breakdown. Yeah, so then they were like, okay, we're gonna do the interview um, with all the producers and uh-huh. everyone. And I'm like, okay, so I dressed up, and then like the casting lady was like, the girl before you was like so boring. So can you like, you're the last <laughs> one of the day. Can you like amp it up? And I'm like, yeah, of course. And so also. Um, uh, thanks for that info. I, <laughs> I was like, that poor girl? I yeah. don't know. And so I came in and like, it was like a room of like 15 people. And I mm-hmm. immediately was like high-fiving everyone. I was like, I need to touch everyone in this room <laughs> to feel connected. And then sat down and had like an hour interview with them. Wow. And it was really a lot of fun. Cause it was like being on a late night show. They're like, what yeah. do you like about what kind it was of guys do podcast. you like? like? You did yeah. a podcast. It was them. so much fun. It was so much fun. And so then the next day I had the second, um, the second show uh-huh. final interview and I was like this is so weird that they're like in the same week yeah so I go to another hotel and I wear the same outfit <laughs> so sketchy and they had me in the room with a bunch of girls and I was like this is scary because uh, the other one I was separated right this so one I was like it was like a cattle call it was like a cattle call and I was like oh this is scary so then they put me uh they were like hey Sarah we're ready for you and it's this woman I never seen before and she yeah. goes Sarah I know you and I was like <gasps> what and she was like you're auditioning for another show and i was like i didn't wait this is the woman that worked on this other show this other show the second show and Uh i was like what i didn't nda what what Uh, am i not allowed and she goes the producers you were talking to yesterday are in producing this show too whoa so So they're double dipping you're double dipping (laughs) wow so i walked in they're all like sarah like giving me a big hug and everything and then i was like this is embarrassing because i'm wearing the same outfit (laughs) they're like what did you do last night you're like this is why I need a date. I was like, you didn't tell me that it was the same. It's a good dress. And so I had done the interview for that. And that one was um, for the football player guy. And uh, they were like, you're going to love this guy. He's great. He's oh, funny. God. He's everything you were saying yesterday. Like we, we were thinking about him. Like, oh, oh God. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, and then they had like sent me a contract to sign. And I was like, I can't like legitimately uh, follow through with that- this. <laughs> No, that's good for you. you so I didn't. Your, I didn't do you it. You went with your gut instincts. But boy, watching The Bachelor, I would have loved a good old chance at that. That would have I, been so much fun. I just started watching this season because I, I watched the last couple of seasons and I got like, it just bothered me. I took a break. This is the yeah. first season I'm actually going back to. Yeah, I just started with the, <clears throat> I guess, one of the most recent episodes. And I was thinking the same thing of like, man, I'd love to just go on the show and fuck some shit up Yeah, For me, I'm like, who would I be? Would yeah. I be? like the crazy girl or would I just try to be the bachelorette the next time? Like, I just, who would I be? I want to be Jim Halpert that's just constantly making asides to any <laughs> camera I can find in the room. I just want to be always drinking in the background, never trying to talk to the bachelor, just enjoying the I mansion. would just mess with the girls, I think. Like, I would just be like... Oh, it's so nuts. Um, okay, we're going to take uh, one last quick break. When we get back, there's a billion Twitter questions for oh, you. Oh, a billion. And they're really, really personal, so we're going to get deep <laughs> <laughs> on Not Too Deep when we get back. Okay, Sarah, before we get to these Twitter questions, I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every single guest that's on the podcast. Okay. The first is, who alive or dead would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Is, is, is oh, is it? Dead or alive, who I'd like to mm-hmm. like as an insult. It's however it's like your intention. Cold spaghetti. Yes. It's just not satisfying if it's someone I super hate. Right. I mm. mean, so this is entirely mm. a uniquely your decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hmm. Who would I do? I would I think um what's his name? The chef. Um, um uh, uh, the one that once goes BAM. Oh, Emeril Lagasse. Emeril Lagasse. <laughs> 
because I don't know how he would react. Is he still? I feel like he would just pick it up, put it in a pot of boiling water, and make a meal out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and like, this can't go to waste. If he's still around, I don't know what that man's I up to. I don't know either. But I remember that. I remember watching him growing up, and I was like, this is an iconic celebrity. He's got a catchphrase. I race. used to quote him all the time in high school videos. And he had a studio audience. Yeah. That he would cook in front of. He was hot shit. Um, okay, the other question is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or close oh, call. I have too many. Thank God. Um, but you, you know can... I'm always like two seconds away from <laughs> shitting my pants. Yeah, me too. You know. Um, but you can only tell us in three words or three small phrases or like a combination of oh, that. Okay. So, for example, mine is college jogging front lawn. That's similar to Claudio's, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> but like, I always middle, knew we it were was con- after soccer for him. Yeah. Um, for me, I would say entire burrito revenge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That leaves me questioning if the burrito got revenge on you. Yes, or it did. You- okay. <laughs> okay. Well, no more follow-up questions. Okay. Uh, let's get into these Twitter questions. Um, okay. Someone says... As someone with two college degrees, hashtag flexed, where do you find your degrees most useful or most applied as a director of social media? Mm, 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 mm. Do you find them applied at all? Because that's the weird thing. I mean, yeah, I went to college too, but like in this world, it's like, you know, one way or the other, there's kids that work, adults that work in this industry mm-hmm. that have never gone well, on to like I, higher education. Yeah, my two degrees are in associates in communications mm-hmm. or in journalism or something like that. And then the second one is um, a bachelor of arts in television. Mm. So I did learn some things there, but I had my first TV job when I was like 16. So I kind of like knew a lot more, but I think college really teaches you how to like prioritize and make it happen. Like that's the realest life experience. Part of it is like it, it, there's deadlines. It creates deadlines. You learn how to take notes. Like those are actually very valuable and underrated skills that a lot of people have because you know, I've worked at many different places and people without self-motivation are the most difficult to work with. Yeah, I agree. That's the one thing I always say about my college experience, like socially was not the best time, but professionally, Mm. like was the perfect safety net transition from like living with my parents to them being an independent adult in Mm -hmm. the real world, Mm -hmm. because it's what you put into it, you'll get out of it. Exactly. And that, I mean, I think is pretty valuable. Um, someone to know, can she give a hashtag a whittle advice on how to be a fashion icon like her? Oh, I feel like you did talk about this in your style yeah. a little bit and that your mom seems to be a big inspiration <laughs> for the the free, uh, like theory you have around how you want to dress yourself. Yeah. Um, well that hashtag is like, just a rant. I think I've only tweeted it twice, but it's just like whenever <laughs> I have random thought and I'm like, I'm just going to give advice to like people. Yeah. Um, if you want to start, I would say, um, you know, obviously whatever you're insecure about, you can work around. Yeah. So for me, I don't like tight clothes and I don't, I don't like tight clothes on my stomach or my chest area. Yeah. So like find things that work for, for what you're comfortable with. And if it's like not flattering, like for me, if I know I'm taking pictures that day, I'll wear like a picture friendly outfit. But if I'm not taking pictures, I'll just wear something that I like and it doesn't matter. I'm with you. I feel like also there are this evolution of clothes that are, um, uh, kind of sneaky that are basically like pajamas that you can wear and look fashionable. Yeah. And I will say invest in good shoes. And you know, that sounds mm. so dumb when like Clinton Kelly and Stacey London used to say that <laughs> on what not to wear. Yeah. You're like, whatever, pay less all the way. Yeah. But Bogo, honestly, like get good ass shoes. You won't have lower back pain and they <laughs> look cute as hell. Yeah. And if you wear them every day, you get like yeah. You know, you can get like a 10 cent aware if you wear them for a year. Like, you know, also, what I mean? that's true because like your body might fluctuate, but your feet are always going to be about the same size. And whenever I see people walking like, like badly, you mm-hmm. know, like they're in pain. I'm yeah. like, and then, the, and then I look like, down and they're wearing f- old Navy flip flops where one side's like their foot's <laughs> yeah. on one side. And, and so I'm like, you're not helping yourself. <laughs> you're self-sabotaging right now. Um, a lot of people have asked the dumbest thing that you've suggested for a video that didn't get made. Um, I can't remember, but I do know one that was the dumbest suggestion that did get made. Uh oh. And it was, um, it was like a guess that fart 
uh, <laughs> segment, and I had pitched it to Matt at the time, and I said, make a fake butt, and then have an oil diffuser come out of the butt, and then add crazy smelling essential oils to it and they have to guess what it is like pizza and sushi and oh. whatever so literally i think i think steve zaragoza is in that video i mean so this doesn't just sound like a terrible idea to me yeah they're sniffing the <laughs> essential oil out of the butt it was like the be- the butt was so ugly and so graphic whoever did that was like went for it and i think it got demonetized <laughs> what what a world That's but it so was fair. like cool i love that idea also, i would I do it again yeah I didn't I didn't know that they made insane essential oils like that. I haven't delved into that world like yet. Pizza and sushi, but I don't I I think they didn't really smell like the thing. Okay. Yeah. Um well, I think that now is the time to like bring back a round bring it two. Back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, what's the craziest thing the Smosh Squad has done on set that drove you crazy? Well, <sighs> well it seems like everyone's a character but they're also professional. Well, they're all a character. I mean, right. sometimes you just go for it in a video, but it's like for me, for me, I'm very like empathetic or sympathetic. So yeah. we used to do the show called Put in My Mouth, where Noah Grossman would like try crazy ass foods Oof. and mo- or mystery smoothies and stuff like that. And, yeah. and we had a bucket of shame where people would barf into it. Oh. And I felt so bad making a PA clean that up that uh, I would always clean it up. Oh, that's nice. And so, um, that was that's probably like the thing I hated the most. Oh yeah, that's not my jam. Um, no, yeah, <laughs> like cleaning up all the messes is like just not okay. Yeah, there was a uh, real heyday on YouTube where it was like eating terrible things and watching we, people. Smosh like, still does it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think they asked me a couple months ago if I wanted to do an eating thing, and I yeah. was like. I know I keep saying no to everything. I do want to do stuff with you guys, but I don't want to get waxed and I don't want to throw up in front of you guys. Yeah. I hope you respect that. Um, someone wants to know, how did you come up with your Twitter handle? Do you know any rude ah. unicorns? Which is interesting because in like this, uh, yeah. this era where everyone's trying to get their names, yours is rude unicorns. Well, I was like, should I change it? Like two years ago and everyone voted no on my Instagram, but at that time <laughs> maybe I had a thousand followers. Um, okay. Let's go back to 2011. Let us <laughs> let's take a journey. And I was like, I don't want to do my actual name because I'm applying for real jobs, <laughs> right? And I was I like, want to be able to I post re- shit secretly, exactly. And I was like, I really like unicorns. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, what can I ma- can I hybrid a word? Yeah. And I was like, rude runicorns, <laughs> runicorns. And then I was like, no, just rude unicorns. So that's yeah. where it came from. And then like, I'm not kidding you. Right after like unicorns became way popular yes, and it's yeah. just like oversaturated now and i yeah. still get i have to like tell people don't buy me unicorn stuff that it's not my jam anyway. it's not my jam but like i've committed to this yeah. so i have to commit to it there's so many videos with at root unicorns and i can't yeah that's the that's the the sweet and also like um slightly frustrating thing when you ever put out there online that you enjoy a certain thing or that you have an affinity towards something then it's like that becomes your identity and what everyone gets you (laughs) constantly um someone's know is there a moment in your life you wish you could change or have gone or that it could have gone differently oh i mean i feel like it's that dating show casting process obviously Um, but, 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 um, as far as like big life regrets, I, <laughs> I, I get, I get very like LA, you uh-huh. know, spiritual about it that, you know, what I have been through God, has brought here. me into this position. Yeah. So even the shitty things that have happened to me or that I have done have yeah. brought me to this place. And I'm very happy with the place that I'm in. Yeah, no, that, I think that sounds woo woo, but it's also true. With that being said, I, during our wedding vows, we said them in English and Italian, uh-huh. and mine were so long, I would have made the Italian <laughs> version shorter. Okay, <laughs> okay noted. Uh, who was your first celebrity crush, and is he or she still your celebrity crush? Oh, well, I didn't crush a lot on people. Like, when okay. Titanic came out and Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, everyone was like, right. you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, and I wasn't, like, crushing super hard, so, um, and Backstreet Boys. Yes. Uh, AJ was my favorite. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, because he I, was like 
the bad boy. He wasn't was a bad boy. No one liked he had him. Weird like, chin strap. Like he had facial hair. That's yeah. weird, which I'm into as well. So I think that was just a good omen to like my. Yeah, taste now that I'm level. thinking about Claudio, I can see the similarities between him and AJ. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the facial hair. Um, someone to know what are your uh, what are your Sarah Whittle bag essentials? Oh, like what do you always bring with you? Because I feel like every time I see mm. you, you have a different cool bag that you're carrying. Yeah, I have too many bags, which is um, great. Kudos to you. I have such trouble when I transfer stuff from bag to bag that I constantly lose Oh, that happens lose all stuff. the time. I'm on a lact. I'm on a lactate shortage. Every <laughs> every new purse I I have. Uh, um, obviously the wallet. Yes. But um, some lip product. Okay. So a lip gloss. Yes. Um, a lip a lip um like stick of some sort okay a liquid lipstick and um lactate and lactate mm -hmm. i feel like that is a great trifecta yeah <laughs> right you're walking like, claudio when we leave the house he's like you have lactate and i'm like yes <laughs> <laughs> i know you and i both share a lactose um intolerance my you're full intolerant i think i have a sensitivity I, but yeah. I'm also, I'm getting my gut checked lately, so I'm, it might not even be that. I'm not well, sure. Well, yeah, I had my gut checked last year, and they were, the guy was like, maybe you have IBS because you're stressed. And I'm like, no, this is like a thing. <laughs> and then found out that I had a stomach bacteria from yeah. my mom, so I got oh. that taken care of. And that took care of like most of the issues, but right. then I was like, I really have a lactose intolerance. Yeah, and the, you know, because of the convenience of lactate, like, why not? Lactate's great, yeah. So now I'm fine in the moment. The next day, still very <laughs> not okay. <laughs> I feel like lactate needs someone like you to be a brand representative. To you make don't it, think like... I DM them? You don't think so. And they're like, we'll add you to the list. And I'm like, well, okay. You can't even get on the lactate PR I want, list. Because this is the thing. I want to get brand deals that are not, that are things that I would that actually. you use. Yeah. Like yeah. I want, like. I want a Big Lots brand deal. Yeah. Like I want, I want I'm Dollar Tree brand deal. <laughs> yeah. Like I want Daiso Asian Dollar Store brand deal. Like that's the stuff I want. Yeah, I actually use that stuff. Give me a toilet paper and Squatty Potty. Exactly. Like, I now own two of them. Um, a lot of people are asking, who's your uh, like ideal future guest for spelling bikini wax? Hmm. Oh, that's like weird to think about. Because are you trying to get a good speller? Or are you trying to get someone that you want to wax? Do you think about if people are good spellers when you're booking them for that show? Because I'm like, how do you well, measure I, it's that? It's weird because I'm trying to like, for a couple episodes, I went too hard on the words. Like the Valley well, Folk episode, I just went too batshit crazy. Because that's part of the fun of this game is because of all of these modern technologies we have, we don't have to know how to spell things anymore. Yeah. But then I'm like, but then I'm like, I need to go easier yeah. with the words because people are just not getting and it's Everyone's also a high pressure situation so you're so not your brain's thinking, not working your pants are down like <laughs> you're there's a there's high stakes so yeah. i don't know i think it would be like really fun to like take spelling bikini on like jimmy fallon yeah like i think it'd be really cool to like do that yeah um just if like they as don't around. steal it from you first oh my god the rage <laughs> the rage i would have <laughs> i feel like yeah make sure you guys like trademark that show or something yeah how do you do that and yeah you just put a little tiny tm next to it <laughs> <laughs> and you hope for the best <laughs> Thank okay. you for your law advice, Grace <laughs> yeah. Helbig. This is a legal podcast. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite smell? Oh, all my smells, my favorite smells are like toxic to cats. So this is a oh. actually legitimate PSA. It might actually save kittens' lives. Okay. So cats and dogs. Uh-huh. Um, some essential oils are super toxic to them. So wow. if they like smell them or they get into contact with them, they can like pass yeah. away or get a stroke or like serious things could happen so yeah. my favorite smells are grapefruit citrus lime eucalyptus uh -huh. all extremely toxic to oh cats. no so i don't get that at my house but those are my favorite smells they make me relax they make me feel like my lungs are happy place like filled with air <laughs> clean like, yeah um okay last question if you could take part in any other show on youtube which one would it be mm. well i did trivia bidet Right. Because I, I love know. trivia today. Good for you. You really broke the um, glass ceiling for females on that show. <laughs> you know what? That's what I'm about is like feminism and equal equality. Yeah. That's why I always say real and, talk, though. That's why I always aim to like get female guests on spelling bikini. Right. Because I'm like, I just don't want it to be like a dude only show. Yeah. Like you girls, you can do it. <laughs> 
You can do it too. Also, you got the same pay as the men for doing trivia bidet, which is zero dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I think what what show would I like to be a part of? I like weirdly enough, um, I would like to be a part of like Good Mythical Morning one day. Oh, you haven't done that yet. Well, you I guys are like done, in the same building. We're now. literally in the same building, but like I don't know, I don't know why they. You know, they're yeah. gonna lean towards like Courtney and Shane or whatever. But right. it would be cool to like be a part of that. Oh, I but think obviously that can Rhett and Link are like the super Ugh. the nicest guys in the world, they're and Stevie too. Like so they're sweet. sweet. Dream team. Yeah. Um, Sarah, thank you for being here. This has been so fun. This is so much fun. I feel like it went by so fast. I and know. I want to keep talking. Well, like before you go, because we'll maybe we'll have to do. A um, um, a part two once you uh, get your Wayne Brady show going and once you get on Good Mythical Morning um, before you go every guest that's on the podcast gets a personalized fortune cookie oh. from us to them so you feel free you to you made these? Um, we made the fortune that goes inside we made oh, I was it. like there's no fortune in mine I know we prank people real hard on this show oh oh, oh. me trying to break it very with soothing. my nails and one missing. Your na- I mean, it's they look fine. great. I just got them done, but one popped off in the shower the other day. I was yeah, very me too. angry. All right. Oh, this is a long one. For Aquarius. <laughs> Horoscope for Aquarius. You will feel things and good things could or could not happen. But you will for sure feel things about it first and it will lead to love. Unless you already found your love in which you might find money in your wallet. <laughs> but that might be your money, dear Aquarius. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, this is so relatable. Right? I can see this in my life. I found money in one of my wallets this morning there and I have love. And you have love? I mean, the spirit astrological realm is on your side. Yes, it's my birthday soon. I know. I'm so excited for so you. I'm excited. Um, okay, where can people find you and everything you're up to if they don't know? Yes, so I'm at Rude Unicorns on Instagram and Twitter. So there you can stalk me. And then um, if you haven't, for a while head over to smosh at smosh yeah. on um youtube and instagram and twitter and smosh pit and smosh games you'll hell see yeah. my face there but i uh not always but i have a touch in everything hell yeah thank yeah. you again sarah make sure you guys go follow her on all the social media because i want to see more makeup tutorials please <laughs> make it relatable uh we'll see you guys next time on another episode of not too deep goodbye Bye-bye. Too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep. This Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Producer Melissa D. Montz, edited by Shireen Lani Yunus. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. And an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. <laughs> <laughs>